A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Are you tired of listening to the same playlists over and over again? Are you ready for something new? Discover the latest music from LGBTQIA musicians on Homo Ground. There's so much music ready for you to devour, like this song by Carl X. What are you waiting for? Visit homoground.com or search Homo Ground on your favorite podcast app. Same ground, different sound. You're on Homo Ground. This is Probably True, stories of queer life and even queerer sex. Please be aware that this podcast contains strong language and adult themes. It would be boring without them. It is finally happening. The great reopening of Britain is upon us. Well, actually, it's only upon us if you're listening to this as I'm recording it, and it's not like some far future brain download in history class or something. Christ, that'd be weird if I was your subject in history class. Um, hello, people of the space future. Sorry the planets are fucked. We did know that with effort and sacrifice we could fix all the problems that we've made and, you know, generally make life sustainable and better for everyone. But old rich people in charge decided that, fuck it, they'd rather have more yachts. So now it's ruined. Sozzles. Incidentally, whenever you hear someone talking about the economy and you're worried that you won't understand what they're on about, in your head, just change the words the economy for rich people's yacht money. It's amazing how much clearer all the concepts become. All their arguments just kind of change when you frame it like that. Try it. Well, I'll give you some examples. Taxing billionaires won't help the economy. Paying our workers a living wage would be bad for the economy. If we rise up and kill the billionaires, we can make the economy work for everyone, especially those who need it most. Anyway, here in the land of gammons, we're about to do the end of lockdown again. And I'm honestly not sure how I feel about it this time. Someone I'd not spoken to in ages messaged me the other day saying, Not long now before we can go somewhere and get a cheeky pint in a beer garden. And I had to stop myself from replying with, no thank you, that sounds awful, goodbye forever. Because that is actually how I felt. Something in me recoiled at the thought of being crammed together on a bench, surrounded by drunk straights, swilling beer and being loud. Maybe it's something about the thought of pints in a beer garden that does that to me. For a start, Plague Island here isn't exactly known for its good weather. It's grey and cold and raining 90% of the time, and then in that final 10%, when the sun does come out and the temperature wobbles up to over 12 degrees centigrade, everyone is suddenly wandering round with their pasty flesh on show. Well, it starts off pasty, but very quickly turns cherry red as their bodies try to deal with sunlight for the first time in eight months. So, yeah, no thanks. 
It's bad enough on the high street near where I live anyway. There's half a dozen piles of sick because a load of drunk idiots got completely smashed and then decided the best thing to do was buy a boomerang kebab on the way home. Perhaps if this person that messaged me had said, not long now until we can go somewhere quiet and have a couple of cocktails served to us by a cute barman, I'd have been more likely to say, yes please, that sounds lovely, let's see if I can still remember how to flirt. Turns out, I can't remember how to flirt, and I'm really bad at it now. It used to be my specialist subject. I was an Olympic-level flirting athlete. I could flip and twirl and straddle any conversation and have some suggestive fun with it. Nowadays, it's all clumsy and awkward moments and messages that would have me chatting with HR, again, if anyone was misguided enough to employ me. And you know the kind of messages I mean. They're the ones where you've been having a chatty back and forth with someone and, and you think, just going to bump this up a notch, just a bit, just a little nudge towards cheeky, sexy flirting, just a little thing that you think is a bit risque, a fun little comment that's still in the spirit of the rest of the chat, but it's going to spice things up a little bit. And you think of something witty and a little bit sexy and you put it out there and they stop replying. And then the dread starts to grow over the next hour and two hours, and the rest of the day, and then overnight, and all this time in your head you're rethinking what you've said, and how it probably wasn't the innocent little flirt you thought it was, and now someone out there thinks you're a fucking creep. And not only do they think that, but it's true. And not only do they think that, and it's true, but they can prove it because they've got the fucking receipts. There's no way back from that once you've left a paper trail. It's not like you could message them a couple of days later and be like, hello, yes, I realise now that my previous message, though harmlessly meant, may have come across as a little bit fucking weird. Please disregard it and go back to thinking of me as a charming and witty person. I am certainly not as weird as that message, and admittedly this one, make me sound. Maybe it'll be okay because we're all in the same boat. We're all so starved of attention and any kind of human contact that it won't matter. We'll just be pleased that someone is talking to us. The first time I'm back in a coffee shop with a cute barista, for example, it is going to get weird. Hi, can I take your order? Hello, can I have a cappuccino, please? Sure. Would you like a large one? I'd like your face. Sex now, please. That's beautiful. (laughs) Hold me. Anyway, maybe it's the straight vibe that comes off pints in a beer garden the way that steam comes off an early morning poo left on my lawn by next door's dog. It does too much of the oi lads about it, and frankly, no thank you. Maybe it's because I've been safely wrapped up in a duvet for the best part of a year, but I just plain don't want to be around people like lads, lads, lads anymore. I thought it might just be people in general, to be honest, Because with lockdown and all of the restrictions, I've had to keep to myself and generally just do my own thing and keep everything very low-key. It's actually how I prefer to be a lot of the time. I've never been great in busy social environments, and I can only imagine it's going to get worse because I've not been exposed to them for so long. I'm kind of out of practice, just like with flirting. I remember I was dating a guy once who was always very worried because I was so quiet, and I had to keep explaining to him that if I'm quiet, it's because I'm happy and I'm comfortable around you. If I'm talking a lot is the problem, that's when we have an issue. And it was completely the other way around for him, but then I think that might have been because he was American and they're not known for shutting the fuck up. But yeah, I think I have got even quieter. You might not think so, from this brash and sexy exterior that I put out there, but inside, I'm quite quiet and handsome. 
and not having done anything but eat biscuits and watch porn for the best part of a year has killed my conversation skills. I actually went round to a friend's for the first time in ages the other day. I was really pleased to see him. It was nice to catch up. It took two minutes. Oh, what have you been up to? Nothing. What about you? Yeah, nothing. Do you want a cup of tea? Yes, please. Have you got any biscuits? That was it. After that, we just sat in silence. It ended up with the three of us just watching TV and staring at our phones on the sofa together. And to be honest, I quite liked it. But at the same time, part of my brain was going, talk, say something. Don't just sit in their house in silence eating their biscuits. We do that at home for fuck's sake. We're supposed to be out socialising. But like I say, I've nothing else in my repertoire apart from biscuits and pornography. Suffice to say, they've not been keen to see me again since. This isn't just a new thing, but it's certainly getting worse. I remember back in the olden days, I went out for a drink with this absolutely gorgeous guy that I'd been into for ages. And we tried, we really did try, but we had absolutely nothing to talk about. Eventually, after about ten minutes of sitting there awkwardly drinking, he just turned to me and went, Shall we go have sex? And I was like, oh my god, yes, thank you. It was such a relief because we didn't need to, like, make conversation anymore. We'd found something to do that would give us something to talk about. And yeah, even when I have got stuff to talk about, I do get socially exhausted if I'm around people for too long. Think of it like a tank of social petrol or a social battery that gets drained as I'm involved talking to different people. Once it's empty, I need to be left alone somewhere quiet for a while while it refills. And it's never been a particularly huge battery, but I think now it might be one of those little diddy ones you put in a watch. And not one of the reliable ones, it'd be one of those you get in a pack of ten from the pound shop that last about 20 minutes apiece. So I think it's likely that there's going to be a few events, especially in the early days as things reopen and we all kind of socially readjust, where I'm going to walk in and decide, not today, thank you, and just head on back home to my ugly yet comfortable sofa and a salted caramel Twix. And to be honest, I think that has to be okay. We need to let these things be okay. Trying to force yourself through social situations because you've got to get back out there and all this isn't going to help. In amongst all the random shit that life has taught me this year, including the importance of keeping in touch with people you love, the fact that salted caramel Twixes exist, and a 10pm bedtime is a lovely thing that should be embraced. Alongside all of those is the idea that when I'm just plain not feeling something, the best thing I can do is leave. I'll give you an example. That was Probably True, the multi-award winning storytelling podcast created to remind all of our queer siblings that we are none of us alone. If you like what you heard and you want me to keep doing it, you can support the show at patreon.com forward slash probably true. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.